Today is October 21st, 2022. You're listening to Star Wars Old Republic Radio Andor, and today we are going to be discussing Andor Episode 7 announcement. Not the announcement. Just an <laughs> just announcement. We have an announcement to make. <laughs> I like how each episode one of the characters will like say the title. Mm-hmm. I feel like Marva wins for saying it's it, like this is a reckoning. It's what a reckoning sounds like. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. But this one was cool too because it was Dedra. She's like the rebels. They're making an mm-hmm. announcement. You're like, ooh, chills. And I, I don't really know if it was intended to be an announcement either. Yeah, I feel like for on Mon Mothma, her perspective, she's like, what are you doing taking money? Luthen is like, no, we are making ourselves known to the Empire. That was his goal, mm-hmm. as well as they needed money. But that was definitely how Luthen saw it, was we're letting the Empire know what's up. Hmm. Do you want to talk about the planes? Oh, the planes, the jets. The jet. Okay, there is an air show. <laughs> I spilled my water. <laughs> right, is your water. foot wet? Are you good? No, I'm good. No, my foot's wet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> there is an air show happening tomorrow right outside our house. So you might hear some practicing going on. we got a lot of jets that keep doing flybys. I haven't heard any in the last 30 minutes, I would say. <laughs> but they might just be taking a break and they might just start again. So if you hear any background noise, apologies for that. They're just practicing. Like that? (laughs) It sounds like a lawnmower. (laughs) Okay. What were your thoughts on this episode on a scale of 1 to 10? I would give it a solid 8. Oh my gosh. I was thinking earlier, what would I give it? I was going to give it an 8. Yeah. I would say an 8.5. I think it's a garbage can. Garbage truck. Not a garbage can. A garbage truck. It's a loud garbage can. <laughs> but yes, I would give it a solid eight. Yeah, I like how with Andor, we always kind of just visit for a little bit each character's story. Yeah. Which I feel like they were setting that up in Boba Fett. It's that they did it kind of like Mando got his entire mm-hmm. episode, and you're like, wait, where's Boba in his show? But this one, they're kind of like, let's see this person and this person. Yeah, because it's, it's resolving all around the same conflict. It's just mm-hmm. people's different views. I really like that yeah. they're doing that. It's just mm-hmm. pretty cool. People and then, from different classes, mm-hmm. different backgrounds, different Job. areas and in life. Yeah. They have the same, they all want the same thing, but they're all going about it to different extremes. Mm-hmm. Like you can see Mon Mothma is trying to be so careful with the way they're doing things. And she has a plan and Luthen has a completely different idea for how they should go about this and they're conflicting even though they're both like okay we can't be like let's go our separate ways Mm -hmm. they have to stick together but they don't agree with each other i love how much you're seeing the empire's view because dedra when she when they were having that whole table talk and like she like won in a way Mm -hmm. i was like yeah wait a second I did the same thing. Exactly. Which, which side go. am I on? Let's yeah. go. Wait, this is the Empire. Mm-hmm. It's hard when they do stuff like this where you're like, I. Dedra still, like, if she were to die, I'd be like, oh. Uh. But it's not like, like an important character to me yet. That could change. Yeah. 
but I'm starting to like root for her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like she actually accomplished. Like, you take take that, Blevin, and yeah. like it's really cool. So when she has a success, you're like, wait, this is actually really bad for the rebels. Yeah, with yeah. how she's going about it. And you haven't really seen like what her intentions are because like you know some Imperials they're just like I just want peace. Mm-hmm. Like this is what we want. You haven't. She hasn't said exactly what she yeah, wants. Yeah, because all we see is her thinking really smart and, like, we need to put a stop to the rebels, but what's her, what's her motive? Mm-hmm. How I she think she's her motive. Yeah, her I think she's in the same boat as Cyril. Cyril? Cyril. Cyril. Where they just kind of want to prove themselves. Yeah. And actually but do at, their job. Do at what point like. are they going to realize, why am I trying to prove myself to mm-hmm. the Empire? Yeah. Like, what makes the Empire so great? Yeah. Or it could just be the simplicity of getting the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I think Cyril... Cyril? How? Cyril. 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 Like, Cyril. Oh, like, Cyril. Cyril. I can't say it. Cyril. 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 If you call him, like, Cyril... You it's can call fine. him surreal. Surreal. It's so surreal, so surreal man. man. I mean, George Lucas said that people come from different places in Star Wars, so they can pronounce the names however they yeah. want. Cereal. There you go. <laughs> so that's cereal. We're from Dagobah. This is cereal. <laughs> I think it's like, it's kind of funny how they're portraying the Empire, where it seems there's a lot of competition mm-hmm. in their jobs this lawnmower is competing with us right now too i know i'm like there's gonna be jets going by but turns out it's just a lawnmower <laughs> no i'm just waiting for a, a lawnmower jet sounds way less cool no. it's a riding lawnmower too yeah i can they're probably mowing down the community oh. all the front lawns why did we pick today of all days let's record on lawn mowing jet day yeah. this is fun <laughs> Anyway, what were you saying? Just how there's a lot of, like, almost job competition yeah. mm-hmm. in the Empire. And also how the Empire came in and was just, like, locking stuff down. Like, yeah. if anybody says anything bad about the Empire, we're going to... That was you, Lauren. Yeah. And Colonel, how it's just Colonel so Lauren, which, do you reckon, he's the dude in The Clone Wars. He's the same voice as the narrator who opens every okay. episode. You know, conflict. Da 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 da. This and that. He was assigned at the time. He was Admiral Yularen. He worked under Anakin, and okay. he's you know he's always there. And he's he, like Anakin, what are you doing now? You know, General Skywalker, what are you doing now? Like just everything. He's like, he out never. Of all the generals. Why did I get met or paired with Skywalker? Yeah, exactly. Like okay. So he wasn't. Oh, yeah. He didn't Mustache hate dude. him. Yes. And there were times where they would get along. Like, okay, we accomplished this goal. Mm-hmm. But Anakin, you know, Anakin, he's got some ideas, man. Yes. Yes. So he was always like, really. And just saying, <laughs> Cad Bane would not have gotten away in that holocron episode mm-hmm. if Yularen listened to Anakin when he told him to shut down the hyperspace rings. Just saying. So it it makes sense. And I'm like, the dude turned to the Empire, you know, when it transitioned. Like, they didn't have inhibitor chips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, really, because he's in Rebels, right? Yeah, he's in Rebels. And I'm like, the dude went to the Empire, but it makes yeah. sense. I mean, if you worked with Anakin, 
you're like, man, we're gonna be gone with Anakin. Like, I'm for that. Yeah. Doesn't realize it's Darth Vader. But it's it's really That's... funny. I wonder That's if they so ever... funny. <laughs> if it's they just can't those escape things. <laughs> the irony. I picture one day he's talking like, man, this General Skywalker one time drove me crazy. He's talking, he's talking to Tarkin. To, he's talking to Vader. He's <laughs> just like, yeah, the whole reason why I joined the Empire was because this one general just was horrible at his job. And then he, they're like, and then just four stroke. And he just dies. <laughs> Vader just like, you hate Skywalker too. Don't get mad at him. Is he Anakin Skywalker's gone. I killed him. It's okay. And Tarkin just sitting there like sipping tea. Let's see how this plays out. Because Tarkin knows, right? You think? Uh, I don't know. Depends on how close hmm. he is with... <laughs> Reba knows. Is he in the circle? Because same with Tarkin. Like, you know, the the Empire rose and Tarkin's like, sure, let's join. <laughs> and so then Yularen is like, let's do it. Because they weren't a part of the whole, like, Jedi. They were more involved with the Republic. Mm-hmm. And when it transitioned, like, same with all the senators who lived. Like, Mon Mothma became part of the Imperial Senate, even though she's rebelling. It's still, like, just the transition. They all transitioned mm-hmm. into that. And because yeah. it was also kind of a seamless thing, too. Because there mm-hmm. was a war. Yeah. So. And Palpatine, he... You know, he he gave a speech. The attempt of my life left me scarred and yeah. deformed, and now we'll rise. You know, here's the empire. Yeah. And so everyone was for it when he announced it because he planned so carefully that when it finally came, because it even came to a point where you know, in Revenge of the Sith, Padme's even like, "Are you? Do you ever consider we're fighting on the wrong side?" Mm-hmm. Because the Republic is so corrupt at this point. Because Palpatine made sure that everyone started to realize that. So when he comes in, he's like, the savior, like, let's change it. We're going to do the Empire. So everyone's for that now. Deceived a lot of people. In war, truth is the first casualty. Is that what you wrote? Yeah. <laughs> they say that in that's It one was of the one things? of the, the blue writing quote things. Clone Wars. Do you know which episode? No, I forgot. But That's a good one. Just I was thinking of that in Andor. Just yeah. how... They were all super secretive for the attack on on Aldani. Yeah. Like, yeah. That long one, man. A lot of truth. <laughs> also, sacrifice is a big theme too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in this episode, you know when Vel meets up with Luthen's assistant. Yeah. At first, I didn't even realize that that was Luthen's assistant. Yeah. I was like, Maybe I saw her in the banner on Disney Plus. And yeah. I was like, Who is this? I had messed That's up. Exactly what we did. <laughs> I remember seeing her in the trailer, but I thought that that was Mon Mothma's daughter. Oh, Lita. Yeah. And I didn't put that together until. No, she well, was... I didn't put it together. Bella said it. And so I'm like, oh. <laughs> For some reason, it clicked. Once she walked up to Vel, I was like, oh, yeah. I know who that is. Yeah. Don't know why. For some reason, I now have... I understand. I wouldn't have figured it but out. But the whole scene of her walking, there. I'm like, who is this? Yeah. Like, what's going on? She's on a mission. But Yeah, girl the on heels, a mission. though. Are there any other heels in Star Wars? I don't yeah. know why if it was it's just my be. screen, but it seemed whenever I look at their feet... <laughs> Not that I do that often, but it was just, like, a little blurry. Is that a habit? (laughs) Let's see their feet today. Oh, what kind of shoes are they wearing? And also, it took me a second to realize that was Belle, too. I know! (laughs) You're like, oh, your hair is so pretty. It was when I saw her face. That's when I was like, oh, Oh. I know who that is. Yeah. But then it all clicked. And she started talking. Yeah, it was, um... The part, Lucen's assistant, how she's talking, and she so casually and quickly mentioned, like, you know, 
the the people that died on Aldani, they'll be remembered yeah. this and that, but we got to move on. Yeah. I, you know, recruited, what did she say? She recruited Terraman herself, and she's like, they'll yeah. be remembered this and that. And Vel's kind of like, it's different going through something on the front lines mm-hmm. and then on their behind the scenes part, because yeah. to them, they're like, they went through the mission, it was a success. But for Vel, she's like, we went through like I was the one that had to go through it and watch everyone die it's kind of like in the clone wars how different people view the clones like oh they're expendable mm-hmm. yeah like they're not actually human beings they're they're in this war to fight and die yeah like that's, Krell. that's what yeah. that's why they Krell. were there mm-hmm. that's what they were made for Krell. 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 yeah no I love how like Anakin really there i believe this might be a legend but he was the first one to give the clones like i'm gonna name you i'm gonna give you a name because i don't want to call you a number yeah so i'm gonna give you a name and so then that habit picked up i could totally see that i'm gonna call you anakin jr (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's that was a cool that's that's a cool connection to make sort of how the the perspectives of war Mm-hmm. on even in the um, in the in the rebellion is still kind of skewed because everybody's just wanting it to end and will use any means necessary to make sure that it happens mm-hmm. even if it results in death <laughs> yeah i like how they're portraying mon mothma in this yeah. show it's kind of piecing together why like her actions in rebels which come after this you're like okay i see i understand now why you didn't go after ezra you know during that whole battle of the season two finale i think we told you about that how she's like you know we will discuss the prisoner you know making sure all the prisoners get a fair trial or you know how they're how we're gonna figure that out but it kind of makes sense she's so careful she's kind of like inactive yeah, she's just, she's working so hard to plan and make sure everything's right because she's kind of, you know, scared, of course, like yeah. everyone would be. And she's just making sure, like, are we really prepared to do this? Like trying to stay in the shadows yeah. while Luthen's like, no, we need to make ourselves known, like that we aren't standing for this and to know that we're out here. Yeah, and she's also in the position in the Senate to know insider information. Mm-hmm. And so for her to lose that position mm-hmm. could be very detrimental to helping Luthen. Yeah. You see that in Rebels when oh. when the turn comes. I want to see Bail Organa. Is I that do too, too much to ask? They kept talking about the Senate, and I was like, Come on, you could just it? be in the background. He could. It's he could. like, just be there. When that one Imperial dude was just like, I spoke with Emperor Palpatine. You Lauren. I was just like, was that you, Lauren? <laughs> yeah. What do you oh, mean? I sorry. said you, Lauren, was in it. I didn't oh, know we didn't that get to that. Him. We didn't no. get to me saying I was, we were just talking about you, Lauren, huh? Yeah. I didn't he know was that in this that episode. Was was that, that was him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The main guy? Not no, the main he, dude. He was, he just came in in this episode. Oh, the yeah. main guy was the one that said that he talked to Palpatine. No, that was you, Lauren. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was the main guy. Okay. <laughs> no, it was Yularen that was like, I spoke with Emperor Palpatine. And then he left, and then the main guy started talking. And then yeah. they had that whole table talk debate. Thing. Table talk. Table talk. Table talk. Time for table talk. <laughs> but I liked how he came in to their meeting and was just like, this was a robbery. 
We're treating it as a robbery. Mm-hmm. We're going to tight security. He even said any festival type of anything, if it ever covers a rebel attack, they're going to be dealt with severely. Yeah. And, like, let's say on one side, that's a very good tactic because that happen- that would happen a lot is the rebels would come in and people are like, hey, we're going to get punished because you're here because this is what the Empire said. But then there's the other side of it, like Dedra, like we're playing right into their hands. This is what they want us mm-hmm. to do. So there's like two sides, like it's good and bad on the Imperial side. It kind of reminds me of the Mandalorian plot, or not the Mandalorian, the Onderon plot. Oh, the Onderon arc? With Saw Guerrera and his yeah. sister, just how they're doing small attacks, small attacks, but that's giving a lot of hope to the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really liked how they treated that as, they didn't lose sight of the people mm-hmm. when doing these attacks, and they would even make their announcements like, hey... We are here to fight yeah. these people that have taken over. Yeah. And if you keep, if who they're trying to overthrow keeps giving them attention, it's it's making them to be a bigger threat than maybe they actually are. Yeah. And even a little bit like the Mandalorian plot with, with uh, what's his name? Pre Vizsla. Uh, when they took over Mandalore Death Watch. Mm-hmm. Oh. How they made themselves. I thought you were talking heroes. about the Mandalorian. I'm like, I missed something. Oh, no. I don't remember <laughs> previously. In Clone Wars. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, but how they joined with Maul and were trying to yeah. make Death Watch seem like the savior. The savior. How, it's such a good, yeah. and good just how, plan. How easy it is to give hope and manipulate people. Yeah. It's hard because there's both sides trying to do it. Yeah. And both sides, if you're just a bystander... You tend to, you're going to go with the one that makes your life easier, like what's going to benefit you. And sometimes, a lot of times actually with the rebels, they were like, we don't have anything to really give you, but you just have to trust us. Like we're trying to do the right thing and people would be like, no, you're not helping us. Right. But then there's the empire, like, you know, faking like, you know, come, come to us. We'll help you. Yeah. It's the rebels that are causing, the rebels are the reason why. Yeah this is happening to you and a lot i think in Andor too it's like the rebels are doing a lot and i think people do believe that yes the rebels are doing the right thing but then the empire is more so this is what happens when you do that this is what happens when you follow them especially because we see towards the end cassian getting arrested for literally doing nothing and being sentenced to six years Mm -hmm. yeah because Because i liked how oh no, go ahead. Okay, Yularen is like, you know, we're going to reevaluate all prison sentences. Mm-hmm. And so how that played into Cassian going from getting a few months sentence to six years yeah. because of what just happened. Yeah. Because he was, he, they were, he was supposedly in an anti-imperial thing. <laughs> I love <laughs> that scene, how he's walking and he turns around like, there's people running. Like, no, I'm going to stay calm. He's like, don't yeah. run. Don't run. <laughs> yeah. And he, just the scene, the way it's going, the music playing, he's just like, nope. Like, I, yep. like he can't sit still. He just went through so much on Aldani. He's like, there's these troopers that are coming towards us. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna make myself scarce here. Yeah. <laughs> so and funny. he still decided to go to the store, too, and to be a normal citizen. And yet mm-hmm. he was still a suspect. Yeah. Okay, when the, when the Imperial droid. I was like, oh, yes, yes. And then yes. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Me and Bella were like, what? Yeah, the KX series. Oh, man. As soon as he walked up, I'm like, until it is 
denied that's yeah. k2so yeah. yeah it's gotta be like, because can you hang imagine on to this remember one. when we met hang on to this one hang yeah <laughs> no hang. you meant watch which, hang. which also like <laughs> so funny that part too and the whole flashbacks with clem oh yeah and just okay that's that's gotta be another thing on cassian's list for him to hate the empire mm-hmm. yeah i love i've been waiting for that scene because the clone troopers obviously we love the clones and so when it finally came you know they're doing this they're throwing rocks did you see the one rock that hit the back of the clone's head the helmet no (laughs) no because it was when you know the people were starting to riot against the clone troopers in the flashback and then yeah. Clem stepped out to try to break yeah. it up, like calm down. One of the people chucked a rock and it whacked a clone trooper's oh, no. helmet. He didn't like, even flinch though. It was I mean, crazy. Could you in those helmets? It reminds me of Rex when he hits his head he, in one like, episode. Ow. He's like, "Turn on your night vision." Like, oh yeah. <laughs> and at one point, we're watching it, and Sierra was like, "They have inhibitor chips. They have inhibitor chips. It's, oh, it's, it's the like, chips. I'm just. It's the chips, man. <laughs> the chips. Lay off the chips." <laughs> I'm just like, they're brainwashed. They're brainwashed. Because that's going to be so uh, sad to watch. It was so, like, just flashbacks. It's so intense and it's so traumatic for Cassian. But I'm like, yeah, I want to watch that. Yeah. It's, oh, man. I liked how they did the flashbacks in this episode. Mm -hmm. Very good transitions between them, too. Oh, yeah. I like how Marva, um, her perspective after hearing about Aldani was she had hope, you know, because there'd be people who the Empire is now going to tighten their fist. And she's like, no, like that gave me hope to fight back because mm-hmm. it was every person was different how they saw things from their perspective. And she was like, I'm going to stay on Ferrix. I'm going to wait it out. And I really liked that they had that. She's not like, well, they're crazy. Yeah, I really hope, too, that Cassian sees that, too, and is like, that's why is that giving you hope like yeah because he's already struggling with that kind of yeah idea he's so he's very selfish right now yeah and i like how they don't really argue argue it out Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. says you know i'm i i'm waiting for you to see i like i want you to understand she's like but i understand that you had a very traumatic life Mm -hmm. up to this point like your childhood it wasn't your fault that all of your people were killed and she's like I understand you wanting to go go find a safe place you know go live out the rest of your days in peace she's like I want you to have that Mm -hmm. but I I can't have that like that's just not for me it was so cute when he like came back for her and he's like we can just we can go anywhere and then when she was just like it's late like I'm tired he's like oh yeah that's right. Like we'll yeah, we'll like, go tomorrow. Don't like, worry about it. We're gonna let you rest because so he's like, I want you. I want you to, you know, not have a heart attack or anything. You know. <laughs> so and it was just like, so cute. I, I would be so worried about you if yeah. I left. And she's mm-hmm. like, that's just that's love. love. And I was like, oh. So help me, if Marva dies, there will be riots. <laughs> no, that's just it's so good. Just the way they're acting, everything. It just seems so... And even in that conversation when they were talking about the Aldani attack, how Cassian was like, people died. He was there when they all died. Like, Yeah. He knows firsthand. And not having to be able to, like, say all of that. 
mm-hmm. must have been so difficult, especially to, like, his mother figure. Yeah. And her just being, like... But also, I guess, seeing that, that gave her so much hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is another thing. And in this whole episode, we got nothing of Nemec's manifesto. You know, so he has it, just, like, I'm not gonna, I don't even care about that. I'm. He's trying to go back to his normal life. Yeah. Like, he wants a life of peace just to live and not be involved with any sides. But now he's, like, someone, like you said, he's so close to her, mm-hmm. and she has hope. Like, this is kind of like, wow, like, what I did inspired her. But at this point, he sees it as, like, why aren't you coming with me? I want you mm-hmm. to come with me because I'll just be worrying about you the whole time yeah. if you don't. But, like, at one point, will it click? Like, you know, that's actually a good thing. Unless she dies, then he's going to be like, yeah. what I did got her killed. Yeah, it's it's his whole traumatic past and seeing people die for causes that he doesn't necessarily support or doesn't understand. Yeah. And seeing why is hope worth all of that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing that he's dealing with right now yeah we've yet to see his turning point when he realizes like you know this is worth it to me because now he's just drifting around yeah because it doesn't just benefit him it benefits everybody else who's under the oppression of the empire Mm -hmm. i I got really excited when he mentioned emperor palpatine not cassian but when they ulauren ulauren i was like oh my gosh it reminded me when the way he said it reminded me of reva and she's like, I spoke to Lord Vader just so casually. The way he's like, yeah, I talked to Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. He's going to address the Senate and this and that. I'm like, oh, wow. Did we get to see that? I want to see that. I want to see him again. <laughs> Not that he's a good guy, but because he's classic. Because he where Palpatine is, where's Vader? Yeah. Oh, imagine. I want. Vader mention? Ah, that would be so cool. You know what I was thinking when Yularen came in? It hit me. I'm like, that would be so cool to see. You don't know him yet because he's, he's in Rebels, but Callus live action when he's because you know Yularen was like he's my Callus. he's my star pupil, and to see Callus live action would be so cool because he is one of my favorite Rebels characters <laughs> by far. Just his story him and arc. Thrawn. Thrawn. Yeah. Thrawn, man. Him and Thrawn, I think, are my favorite Rebels characters. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Imperials. So yeah, I was that would be so cool to see a Callus cameo. That would be. And that's happening at the same time as this, right? Yeah, it's like it lines up. Like, come on, you can do it. Star Wars. You can make us that happy. It's okay. <laughs> We're covering a lot of this. I wanted this. to talk about the beach so there's no sand. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what do you it. mean there was sand? There was sand. But it wasn't. It like, wasn't like san- everyone's chilling on the sand on oh, the beach. They were all yeah. like on the step thing. I yeah. love how w- when we first see the beach, how you were like, Anakin would love this, <laughs> because there is there is a small stretch of sand by the water, but where everyone's chilling, yeah, they're chilling right by the beach, and I know you don't like sand. Yeah, yeah I hate sand. It's of course. <laughs> <laughs> rough and irritating and it like literally that line it does it's so yeah, true it's <laughs> have you ever seen what was it a meme or something they're like i was talking with my friend we were walking down the beach and they said they never saw star wars or never saw the prequels and you're like in a few seconds later they're like i don't like sand <laughs> <laughs> they're like what <laughs> that's awesome it's a classic star wars beach 
I liked it. I liked it. Classic Star Wars. You just go to a new place, you're like, okay, we're here now. That whole scene, I think it's just my favorite With in him, the whole like, show. him, like, trying to run. Yeah. Like, and Cassian oh, even died right by a beach. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought when I saw the beach. I, was I like, didn't even think oh, that. Oh, this reminds me of when he, he died. He probably loved the beach. That's a headcanon. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't lying. He wasn't involved with any Imperial activity on that planet. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm just a tourist here. And they're like, yeah, right. Why would <laughs> you? Why, why are you running? He did like, seem the pretty desperate. He's honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still. They're like, yeah, we're, you just have that face. He's like, where does honesty get you? <laughs> Nowhere. I'm going to go back to the beginning of the episode. I like how it started out with Cyril and his mom and everything was just going a lot smoother than when we saw them in whichever episode they were in what was it episode four three I mean not three we're four, on seven five? so it was probably five five yeah yeah it was five yeah there's a lot of episodes out um but when they're having breakfast and it's just very quiet it's like it seems a little more not happier it's less tense. But, yeah, there's a little more busy. They're getting into a routine. You know what was really funny? In that first scene, um, that long scene, where he was just sitting there, I told you, I was just like, I like his shirt. And I thought it was funny how they made such a big deal out of it. Yeah. how I like how they're like, uh, his mom is like, did you alter your suit? He's like, I fixed the collar, which reminds me of, you know, in, like, one of the first episodes of Andor, when they're like, did you alter your uniform? Mm-hmm. He's like just a little <laughs> so it's like this is this is a thing he yeah. likes to alter his clothes and then Cyril's mom is just drops the bomb and is like no dude you're insecure you've got some problems yeah and he didn't really be like no you're wrong he's like oh she knows <laughs> he's kind of I mean I would be kind of embarrassed and just like yeah I wouldn't want to admit to that and it may be something that he doesn't recognize too mm-hmm. yeah he is really insecure at this point because he was even explaining it during, at his job interview. Like, when he brings up, like, the dude is like, so what happened? You, you know, you were a part of Milana 1 and going on what what happened on Ferrix. He's like, there is a killer, a rebel killer running loose because of their lack of security. And I was punished for trying to do the right thing and bring him to justice. So that's how he sees it. So I could see him trying to do the right thing and getting punished would cause a lot of insecurity. Unless you're solid and you're like, hey, no, I did. I did yeah. the right thing in fighting it. But he's just, he doesn't have that personality. And he's, he is kind of in the right by his actions. But mm-hmm. it's, oh, yeah, he is. It's kind of like his motivation to do so. Yeah. I think it's, it's sort of... a lot like Dedra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's it might a lot be of similarities him. Between them. It might be him realizing like the Empire is not the answer to our problems. They're not after actual justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he hasn't worked directly with For the, the Empire. Empire. That's true. He's with the blues. <laughs> with the but blues. I think he can very much see the effect of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he even says he's like, I want to clear my record of yeah. what this hap- what happened. So he got a job. Good for you. <laughs> He got a job. Looks like a boring job. But it's a job nonetheless. Yeah. He's got the brown suit. (laughs) I like the brown suit. (laughs) The high collar. But also, Uncle Harlow. Uncle Harlow. I expected him to be, like, in a job much bigger than some Star Wars desk job. job. (laughs) Hey, I got you in, buddy. Yeah. Like, you're, you're in the big leagues. But hey, 
Uncle Harlow did do, and his mom was happy, so I think that's what she wanted him to do, not have, like, some big, really good mm-hmm. job, but, like, you've got a job in your set here. Mm-hmm. Uncle Harlow did, did well. Where does he live? Is that Coruscant? It is Coruscant? Yeah. Okay, that's, okay. That's what I thought. And also, there was a TV. Holonet. Holon, really? Yeah. It was a hole in it? Yeah, and then it looked like a TV. Oh, I thought it was usually, a TV. Usually, I'm just like, uh, oh, yeah. Usually they got, like, the hollow projectors, you know, mm-hmm. that are broadcasting the news, but this is like, is that a screen? That's what I thought. Like, I was what's like, what's going on? Oh, no well, so it was them. a hollow thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes me feel better. Not that it was a huge issue, yeah, it's but... it's called the hollow net. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen now. Just, it's like, obviously Cassian's going to escape again. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, and Vels has to go after him now. Yeah, because now Vels has to kill him. Yeah. And like, I don't think she would do it. Mm-mm. I don't think she did it either. <laughs> yeah. kidding. And also, <laughs> like, Sinta's supposed to be doing something, too. Yeah, because like, still... um, Luthen's assistant, I don't know her name, but the assistant lady, she's like, Sinta's doing what she's supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. And you had a couple flashes, and she's still on Aldani. Mm-hmm. She's got her little speeder bike. Like, what? What are? She, what does she set out to do here? Yeah, she she uncovered the speeder, and I was like, dude, that's so old. It's a rinky dinky looking thing. <laughs> if they don't see you, they're gonna hear you. <laughs> the destroyer, though. That was that, so that, I was that, bring that up. That was so, so cool. Oh yeah. I mean, you I see it in that. the trailer, but it was just so cool. It's cool seeing it in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It also just clicked recently that all of the the Republic and and Clone Wars, all of their ships transferred over yeah i was like oh yeah they look just like star destroyers that's they're just different colors exactly and like the build is a little bit different because palpatine took over like the whole navy right so and i think he he just liked the way they looked because he hung on to those yeah i want to talk a little bit about the scene with dedra and blevin when blevin's trying to like get her in trouble like, she did this without permission, and she's, like, opens up, like, this, they're, they're back and forth, and she's turning the table back to him. Like, do you realize you care more about your position than what's actually going on, what we're trying to accomplish? And everyone there is just listening to them go back and forth. And in the end, Tedra gains the high ground, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, like, that's, those are good points. But that's that we talked about it. How you're like, yeah. Oh wait, no. This is the empire. Like, why am I, why am I so happy that this was right. successful? But the at the end of that conversation, I looked at Sierra. I was like, that was so satisfying mm-hmm. for them not to just shut Dedra down. Like, hey, what you did is not allowed. You can't do that. You're in trouble. This and that. But they're like, hey, you know what? We're gonna give you control over this sector and you're like what you're doing is great keep doing what you're doing so it's like wow that like that actually accomplished something and she's like wow like actually i stood up to blevin and now fully on you yeah it was a really good conversation yes they're like siblings going (laughs) to their parent like hey yeah blevin fully like i'm gonna get her in trouble because she did what she wasn't supposed to and then blevin like i thought i was gonna get you in trouble but how did how did i get in trouble here they're such siblings they really are it's so so much protocol and so much like permissions that everybody has to go through whereas dedra is like yeah but there's some real problems here that 
I need yeah. access to and nobody's listening to me so I'm gonna do it myself and my actions will prove that I was right and yeah and she really sees things from the rebels perspective because she said you know a couple episodes back we were talking about it she's like if I were them this is what I would do mm-hmm. and so she's fully understanding like at what point maybe she'll like start to understand to a certain extent because sometimes they get so like saturated with the knowledge they're like you know what I'm gonna join the rebels mm-hmm. because of their cause but she seems like she's not she's not at all into that she's like right. I I understand what they're doing but they're the bad they're the bad guys right. here I think the case if Dedra and Kyle were to <laughs> switch sides and go to the rebellion, it would be because they see how the Empire treats people yeah. versus how... That's one thing I was just thinking. Yeah. Versus, like, their causes. She is, like we say, you know, there's the senators in the Senate who are like, you know, we're here to help the people, mm-hmm. but they don't know anything about the people per- on a personal level. Right. She's there. She's on Coruscant at the ISB office. And she does not deal with any of the people that they're talking about. Like, she, the rebels are a label. And, you know, all the people under the Empire, they're also a label. So she doesn't see personally, like, man, you know, my my buddy, Mm -hmm. Clem, you know, just went through all this traumatic experience. She doesn't, she doesn't have that perspective on things. It's like that one Clone Wars episode with Padme, and they're trying to, it's with the, the Trade Confederation. And she mentions her her handmaiden. Her handmaiden. Yeah. yeah. I think we we were talking about that, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Was it? Did it make it into the podcast? It might yeah, have. it did. Yeah. It was yeah. when we were talking about Mon Mothma and like the senators right. and stuff. Yeah, it's such yeah. a powerful moment. It is because it shows the Senate, or you know, Rip Padme, but <laughs> <laughs> it it shows genuine concern for the people and not yeah. for the empire. That would be cool to get a moment with Dedra when she, if she actually saw what was going on. Like, yeah. what I'm trying to progress and do right. is affecting these people mm-hmm. and, like, get seeing firsthand what's happening to them. Like, will she leave Coruscant, you know, because that's just where she's been. Right. I feel like Dedra, too, also has that sense of morality for the people. Mm-hmm. We just haven't really seen it much because she hasn't been in a, an environment Yeah, we don't see it in action. Yeah. Which... It would be really would cool if, if if Mon Mothma and Dedra had a scene together. Yeah. And just sort of... Although I don't think that will happen because they're kind of on two completely different sides. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, like, if Dedra were or in the place of Blevin... Yeah, I could see that, like, convincing of, you know... Because Vel is a little... She's got some post-traumatic ex- things going on after mm-hmm. Aldani... How she's like, everyone died, this happened. She's still trying to recover from that. Right. And, like, to see firsthand, like, to Dedra to see someone like Vel going through, like, that was hard what we did. Because they see it as, there was a robbery, people died, but I don't know any of them. So I don't know what even that feels like. Also, back to Cassie and just how... (laughs) Three for three, guys. (laughs) Strike three, you're out. Just gonna hold it. <laughs> Cassian is dealing with like major survivor's guilt with his own people and then now with the Aldani. Yeah. Just how him and Vel are probably, and Cinta are probably all in the same boat in that aspect of mm-hmm. just. Because after that, all three of one, the ones that survived, they're all going on their separate ways now. Mm-hmm. 
so they they don't you know sit down and talk about it like okay like that when this happened man like how did you feel about that they're just like we're just going to keep going Mm -hmm. which is a lot of what cassian is like because even in rogue one he says something like every time i walked away from something i wanted to forget Mm -hmm. i said i was doing it for the rebellion so that's kind of like the just the whole theme of his life is he's even once he joins the rebellion he did a lot of hard things yeah there was another quote from the clone wars in the in the blue writing in the stars blue writing (laughs) it was something about coming to terms with yourself and and who you are or whatever and cassian is like he always makes excuses for doing those things like oh i'm doing it for the money i'm doing it so i can survive i'm doing it for the rebellion Mm mm-hmm so his motivation has like very big turns yeah he's, gonna, he's going like, around spin the wheel what, what's my excuse today yeah <laughs> and even i want to see what they do because in rogue one you're like you think of this as a good thing like oh he did these things but for the rebellion but i want to mm-hmm. see what they do with andor like is he just hiding behind the rebellion like he hides behind other excuses or does something actually happen to where he's like i fully believe in this rebellion because i feel like that that would be the most satisfying and i I hope that's what they do and don't leave it as you know i'm a rebel because i'm a rebel you know it's got to have some impactful thing that's not a rebel like that's a turning point right yeah because skiing he said i'm a rebel but i'm a rebel against everyone else so but to be a rebel for a cause that you believe in which we saw that in rogue one you know mm-hmm. when they go down and he's like i have like this group and we're all here to do this mission at the cost of all their lives but it seemed like there was like that fulfillment it was just it was so good i mean everyone died but it was fulfilling it's kind of also how similar Jin and cassian are because mm-hmm. Jin, she wasn't she was not in the rebellion and yeah. she was in the rebellion once her dad yeah was well, she involved. had a reason yeah but even then she was like i'm not doing this for the rebellion i'm doing this so i can get my dad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and cassian was like i'm doing it for the rebellion and now yeah. we see cassian's motivations before behind that which as i feel like that's what this entire show is about right is leading into the the real cause for right. why he joined the cause and also like marva telling him to give up I'm looking for a sister. Did you see his face? That was... Oh my gosh, his face. He looked so hurt and, like, surprised. Like, really? Did you really just say that? It's probably... I mean, it it has truth to it, right? Definitely. Because she didn't want him to hold out this false hope that he had. Like, what if he's searching for years and years of his life? Because it seems like that's just been a thing. Like, she knows he's been searching for years. But, like, what if, in the end, what if he finds out that she died, you know, like, that she really did die there? Because she, she believes that she died, you know, because everyone died yeah. on Canari. But, of course, there was, at the beginning of the first episode, they had seen the Canari. Yeah, they saw mm-hmm. a Canari. A. So yeah. he, he's like, I know that there's Canari, like, there's this Canari running around, but who knows if it's his sister. But it's different because... Yeah yeah i forgot about that scene yeah because marva has always known only cassian you know she found him as a kid so she has no interaction with his sister but cassian someone who remembers his sister you're gonna hold out more hope you know when when it's someone you're close to you're like i'm willing 
to keep searching even if I myself am starting to believe I might never find her he's gonna keep looking he's not gonna give up that hope because really right now that's like the only thing he has hope in is trying to find his sister hey maybe he'll find her in jail in jail. <laughs> okay. I love that they threw that plot twist in. You're not like, yeah. oh, Cassian's free, doing it. No. Oh, and also, like, six years. He's going to jails for crimes he didn't commit. Yeah. Whereas he's totally a criminal. Yeah. But he's not going to crimes not, for he actually Yeah, did. exactly. Are and you guilty? Yes, but not in this case. <laughs> it reminds me of Jin. You know how she had, like, her false identity and she was going to prison for stuff she did do? But they said, imagine if they found out who you really were. Yeah. Like, imagine if they found out who Cassian was in this situation. They were like, okay, you're going yeah. to, you get the death sentence in that scenario. But they just gave him six years. And I, the way the, the court worked, you know, they were just pushing people through, just mm-hmm. sentence, sentence. I don't even give you fair trial, like nothing about that. This is what you're in here for, like supposedly what you're in here for. And they didn't even give him a chance to, like, fight it. You know, they're like, we're going to slap some more years on your sentence if you, mm-hmm. you know, go against the judge. So I like how that ended where he's like, what the heck is going on? I'm a tourist. And he just got sentenced six years. So we'll see where that goes. That was a fun twist. I bet Bell's going to break him out. To kill him? <laughs> okay, I broke <laughs> you out. Now prepare to die. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I want to see more of Luthen. Me too. I really like his ideas and his perspective on how to treat the rebellion. Oh, the scene with him and Mon Mothma where he, what he's saying like doesn't line up with what he's how he's acting because yeah. he's like putting it on for the driver. I liked how the driver's outside and Luthen's the one facing the window, mm-hmm. so he's all you know happy yeah. go lucky, and Mon Mothma is just <laughs> straight face serious. Yeah, you know, but like if she goes to turn, she's like, okay, you know, put on a smile. But when her back's to it, it's just like, I can make whatever yeah. face I want right now. And even that conversation with her her friend who's like, smile. Mm-hmm. Smile. My husband's coming. You can't trust him. Smile. Yeah. <laughs> smile. You know, drink more punch. You yeah. know, take a sip. You know, pretend we're enjoying yourself. We're mm-hmm. talking about the good old days. So yeah. anyway, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. I really like that. And he's just like, he'll just follow her directions when he's she's like, smile. He's like, ha, ha, ha. So, so what? What are we, what are we talking about? Like, yeah. And I like how he, because they talk, you got to be very careful with that kind of discussion if you're talking with someone who could leak your secrets. It's a risk she's willing to take because she needs, she's talking about how she doesn't have as much access to her family accounts, which I could see because they say, you know, everyone's watching me. And so they would notice if, you know, she pulls out a large amount of money and then all of a sudden something happens with the rebellion, they're not dumb. They'll piece it together. And when she's slowly trying to bring it on him, like with that, they're getting into it. She's Mm -hmm. like talking like, oh, politics. He's like, you know, my politics are a bit strong. And that's all he says about it is like ready to leave it at that. But she's like, she gets into it and then she even says you know my politics you know i got some pretty strong politics too and then hinting like she doesn't say rebellion because he even asks and she's like the less you know the better it's gonna be which i like that they even said that because really in rebels everything was on a need to know basis Mm -hmm. because we've talked about this but like 
with the different rebel cells that they had, you didn't know that there were other cells, especially just with the ghost crew. I don't know about the other cells, but they thought it was just them doing this cause so that if they got caught, they couldn't be tortured into revealing how big the yeah. rebellion was growing. So it starts here, you know, Mon Mothma, because she's the one that's super careful. She's like, you don't need to know that, so I'm not going to tell you because it's just going to put you in more danger. Yeah. I really like that conversation. And the, the guy, I don't remember his name. I feel like I'll, we'll end up knowing it by the end. But he just listened, was a little surprised that she sprung that on him. Yeah. But he was like, you know, I'm going to listen. And he wasn't full like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. in. He's just like, okay. Just even how Mon Mothma was like, I've been fooling you this entire time. Yeah. I've been putting on a front. Yeah. And that kind of comes back to that quote that I said is like, there's no truth in war. Yeah. It's like where war, truth is the first what was casualty? Truth, yeah. I was going to say it was casualty. I almost said victim, but I'm like, yeah, that's I, not the right no. word. Wasn't Mon Mothma's speech that she kind of, the speech she gave to this dude, wasn't that in the trailer? Mm-hmm. You know, like, the Empire sees me as an annoyance, mm-hmm. but it's all a front for right. what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? Yeah. <laughs> the less the, you know, the better. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Also, I was thinking a bit about Luthen's tactics and just him sort of being I, the kind of, I will do what's necessary to bring peace. Yeah. I will do what I must. Kind of, <laughs> kind of remind me of reminds me a bit of how anakin would go about that kind of those kind of yeah things. i mean you see you've seen the clone wars now you've right. made it in enough to where he'll just do yeah. stuff and it's also like super divided how people deal with things mm-hmm. and they can be extremely extremely reckless and it work all according to plan like anakin <laughs> or super super thought out and much more political like warfare. palpatine right he thought out his plan mm-hmm. years in the making which i think the rebels the rebellion really has to do both of those things yeah that's what as you were saying that I, it it's a good point that luthan and mon mothma are a really good pair right because they both have both sides because if they were all luthan there would be a lot of recklessness going on if you were all mon mothma it'd be so careful that it would happen maybe eventually but you got to get out and do some things to make a statement right but they're both like and it they go together it wouldn't work without the other i too yeah with luthan it would be war all the time Mm -hmm. without you know your political strategy yeah and then with mothma it's sort of all political strategy and all talk and no do because she's she keeps saying you know i'm building a network she's Mm -hmm busy building up things but like no no events are happening to switch it's all preparation right it's very cool to see it Mm -hmm. after watching clone wars yeah or most of clone wars because just how the rebels are still in the clone wars like they're still fighting to them the senate and the not the senate but the separatists even though they're they have the, the the clones but I lost it. <laughs> just, it still, it feels very Clone Wars-esque. Yeah. And the conflicts that they're having. That's what I like about or the political this conflict. show is that it's, like, trying to transition, like, connecting the bridge between the Empire mm-hmm. and the Republic era. 
and the new the next generation coming up because you see like the jedi who were younglings at the time like now them older those who didn't die <laughs> yeah the ones who lived on and how some of them are they're ready like something like ezra who was born like right at the time of the turning point when the empire rose like his perspective on things is this is how it's always been mm -hmm. but then there's someone like his master kanan was like i remember a time when there were a thousand jedi knights in the galaxy and like just the old transitioning with the new i just it re i really like it yeah it, it's very cool to see that aspect in star wars because mm -hmm. we like we've said this before we we're used to seeing bad guys versus bad bad guys versus good guys and now yeah. it's like it's all intertwined it's, it's the why they're it's the why they're the bad guys and why they're the good guys yeah and even down to like each one right like cassian he's doing good and bad right and so it's just like this conflict which each we with each character like they they each have their own struggle going on right they're exploring a lot of the gray areas mm -hmm. even in individual people and it's not like it's kind of like he's neutral mm -hmm. but his his actions are very much i think if he had to choose a side he would very much choose the rebellion yeah and he's probably coming to the point of where at one point hopefully it's going to be another climax where he's going to be like okay i have chosen my side i yeah. have no other choice but to join exactly looking forward to that I really want to see Saw Gerrera. Like, mm -hmm. after It'd finally be meeting him in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Like, that's so cool because it's so fresh in your mind. Yeah. That to be able to see it now. Yeah. And it's got to be very reminiscent of Onderon, too. Mm -hmm. With him. And also, maybe they'll find some common connection between losing their sisters. Yeah. Hey. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I was so... I, was like, yeah. I didn't even think of that. It'd be cool if Saw broke him out of jail. Like, hey, I don't know you. That you would be really me, cool, but... too. Come on. For some reason. Yeah. Maybe Saw's in jail, too. Who knows? Or maybe Saw's, Saw's like, Luthan knows everything about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. That, I'm, or I didn't even Luthan think of that. Saw. Because in the scenes, it was Luthan talking to Saw, right? Was it? I don't Luthan know. Luthan was talking to Saw. That I want to see Saw talking to Cassian. Because in Rogue One, you know how Cassian's not like, hey, I'm going to go talk to Saw Gerrera. Right. Because I know him. Like, if they even met at this point, or mm. if it's just Luthen and Saw. Man. Because that, that's a really good connection. Yeah. Like, they both lost their... Lot of it, though. Lot. I feel like Vel is kind of the middle ground between Mon Mothma and Luthen at this point. Because mm -hmm. she's got, like, a... After the events of an Aldani, she's like, we have to be careful because we did have a loss but the same with luthan she's like i'll go with his plan so i feel like she, she'll she'll kind of be the bridge between them she's kind of like the obi-wan just <laughs> kind of like the common ground and sees both sides that's an episode name common ground probably can you believe we still have five entire episodes left i'm honestly after this episode i'm a lot more excited yeah, mm -hmm. it keeps going because after the Aldani mission, because you're like, we were building up to that. What's going to happen next? And we just saw the next episode after such mm -hmm. a big event. 
and you're like, it's still good. Right. So. The momentum is still there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's still, they still have my interest. And then when they had, you know, the Imperial droid come in, you're like, is that Kate? So, like, I we got so excited. Like, that was yeah. so cool. I, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't uh-uh. either. I saw it happening and I went, what? Yeah, because what's going on? It was the and first my mom scene. heard me and she's like, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> It was, like, right when you see the short trooper that he's mm-hmm. talking to, you just see very faintly a head come up. And the way right. it was walking, I was like, is that? And then they they show the next scene I didn't, him. I was like, yeah. it is! I like, didn't see it in the oh background. I just That's cool, because even if it's not, like, K2SO right. or any of them or he was there, That's it's cool that it's Obviously there. a cameo. <laughs> you know, it's cool that you see them going around yeah. doing these things. And that they're starting to pop up and mm-hmm. they're soon going to be everywhere. That was an exciting moment. So, yeah, this was a really great episode great good talk it was it was good Solid talk eight. yeah common ground is a bad batch episode oh. i was looking all through <laughs> clone wars and i'm like it's bad batch <laughs> yeah this was a really good one really excited to see next week's episode because like how's cassie gonna get out of that one who's he talking to in jail shows up yeah like in the prison i can see he's like i'm not gonna stay here i, w- I was sentenced to six years for not doing anything maybe he's in prison with Saul. <laughs> imagine at this point Saul's not in prison oh that we know of I mean me <laughs> it's been a brief time <laughs> we don't talk about that no but at this point he's Maybe not in Ahsoka. prison <laughs> like why is Ahsoka here <laughs> how no it's probably just some oh imagine if he's in prison with someone that we know that'd be so Can you cool. imagine like how how had Bane <laughs> <laughs> Hondo how how did this happen that's a great entrance for Hondo like if Hondo was brought into live action in prison I'd be like yup (laughs) that's fitting if Hondo comes into anything I think it's gonna be Mando I really hope that he comes in or Ahsoka because if Ezra's in Ahsoka Ahsoka, he always had this connection with Ezra (laughs) Ezra and Obi-Wan his best friends yeah because you know Hondo's all like hey Obi-Wan my buddy um, you got to that episode, right? When they kind of team up against Maul and Savage, Hondo and yeah, that Lance. was before the yeah, Lawless. Yeah, had to be because Palpatine came in. That was before the yeah. Lawless. Okay, so yeah, you did watch it, but he's like, "Hey, you know, Obi, my buddy." Yeah, <laughs> I really love Hondo. I feel like Hondo would just get on Din's nerve nerves so much. Yeah. But, you know, he just... <laughs> so good. Din is just so... It would be such a great interaction. That would be so great because he... Din is not shy of showing when he's, you know, mm-hmm. a little ticked off. And he'll just sigh and be like, really? But he won't say anything. That's what yeah. makes it so terrifying. But yeah. I see Hondo brushing that off. Like, yes, yeah, you're so tough, Mandalorian. But like, How much is your baby for? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> He's just, or I could see Mando being like, oh, yeah, he's a Jedi. Hondo, I knew the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Great times. And then just drops Ahsoka's name. and, and I Mando's knew the Jedi. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know a Jedi. <laughs> he's like, let's see. There's Obi-Wan. There's Ezra. There's Ahsoka. No, can you imagine it? Like, the stories if Din and Hondo met up. He's like, oh, one time I, you know, kidnapped Ahsoka, this Jedi. And Din, like... <laughs> What? You kidnapped her? <laughs> you managed <man>? to? <laughs> I 
talking about the same Jedi, right? <laughs> like, who, who? All the stories I could tell. Oh my so many of them true. <laughs> no, do you remember that meme that it's like the entire Separatists were almost taken down by a bunch of pirates because they captured Dooku? Yeah. It's just like the whole course of Star Wars could have been changed <laughs> by this man, and it was just Hondo. I love wow. Hondo. He's Even great. thinking about that episode, too, like if Anakin and Obi-Wan just sucked it up. <laughs> and sucked it up in... In prison with Dooku. Oh, they were like, well, the galaxy's safer this way, but... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, so yeah, this was a great talk. It was. It was. Tales of the Jedi is coming out. This Wednesday, this Wednesday, I'm staying up. Oh, yeah, I'm staying up when they come out at 2. So we have an announcement for the podcast. Next Sunday, do not look out for an Andor review. It will be a Tales of the Jedi review. And we're really, yeah, applause. We're playing it by ear with (laughs) how we're going to do it. If we're going to do all six, if we're going to break it up three and three, or if we're going to do... One, depending on how deep these episodes are. Because with this show, all six episodes are meant to be, like, small parables. You know, they say, like, the short films, they're tales. So I feel like they're they're short enough that you might be able to just knock them out. But we could do, like, an Ahsoka and then a Dooku episode. So we'll see. But once we get through tales, we'll go back to Andor. Maybe double up on a couple reviews, depending on how how many weeks that we missed. But we will get it. We'll get all this content talked through. We're going to talk through all of it. Tales is next, though, because I love Andor, but I love the prequel era. Yeah. And just all the characters. Rex. Rex. Rex, my boy. So, yeah, next week will be a Tales review. Look out for that. Then we'll be back to Andor. Like old times. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars Old Republic Radio. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us five stars. And if you got time, write us a review. Five stars. (laughs) We'll be sure to give a shout out to it in a future episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Talk to you all next week.